I want to do a little bit of house cleaning. First of all, there's a problem with our opening theme. It's my handcrafted version of Still Dre which just slaps. It does. Unfortunately, the YouTube's not a huge fan of that stuff. So the listener will probably have just heard this. Gentlemen, I, I present to you potentially and probably our new opener. Ryan. It's succinct and I feel like I'm, I'm on an EKG, which makes me wonder if I'm living or dying. Okay, that's not great. That was a microwave. Colt? <laughs> microwave was my guess, too. It, it didn't inspire me. Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. Go ahead. Appreciate you opening the floor to me, but uh, it was just beeps, wasn't it? Okay, my thought was our product. It would be someone putting us in the microwave and then pulling it out, and wow, there's the podcast. You know what easy I mean? Easy button. You hit the easy button. Add 30 second sure, button. Sure. I don't know how you convey that in sounds, but yeah. Are you allowed oh, to put babies in microwaves? <laughs> Nobody said that. I don't think anyone told me not to. Can't really argue with that. So let's move on. It sounds like we're all at a consensus that was easily understood to be a microwave and everyone loved it. So big news, we partnered with Razball. This is all Colt's baby. He got this done. Wonderful people at Razball. We are super grateful and very excited. That's where all of our stuff will now be. And we'll get into that later. You can also still find us as of present where you used to find us. Now I just want to say, hey, Ryan. Yeah. Listen, as far as the video goes... You know, right? Sure. You know. Don't do that. You know what those things are. Don't do them. Uh, Ellis Burn Johnson, MSC. Your hand is up. Uh, have we started? Yeah, so this is the podcast. Uh, we'll, uh, so, by the way, we're doing video on Razzball Fantasy on YouTube. Disclaimer, there will be editing issues. Uh, I'm nervous. And a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I was on Concerta for a long time as a kid. Now my eye twitches. So enjoy that, viewers, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so there will be probably a lot of weird behavior. Last thing, audio version will be more heavily edited than the video version, unless sure. somebody has a wardrobe malfunction. This is our first video that's going to be on the YouTube channel, Razzball Fantasy. People aren't wondering where the fuck the football is. Ryan, how about you start the podcast in earnest? All right, Elton. Uh, hello, good football to all. This is the Shall We Football Podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host, AJ and Colt. Coming up, these are our ride or die football boys. Uh, that's the three players that each of us are willing to bet the farm on having big ass seasons. I'm glad I've read that last word. Uh, our guest is the, the the beautiful and illustrious Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. Wait, Ryan, Ryan. Yep. It, people, people can now see what you aren't reading. So I need you to read it, please. Oh. Now you are held accountable. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. That's a shame. Fucking read it. Busted. And now our guest, the man who we only refer to by his full name, uh, he is the padding in our training bra and our highest ranked Canadian buddy. Uh, yeah, it's Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. Don't forget the MSC. Uh, he's very proud of it. We are very proud of him. Ellis is, is a master of science. He has mastered all of all of science and all it has to offer. Congratulations uh, to our, our beautiful friend, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. You can find him on Twitter at yo, it's Ellis underscore FF. Uh, Canadian NFL writer for Roto Baller. Uh, now, are you a Canadian who writes about the NFL, or, or do you write about the Canadian NFL? That's funny. That's funny. That's so. Funny. <laughs> I'm a Canadian what, that what a joke! Yeah, that's I'm so. A Canadian that's so I, goddamn funny. That writes about the NFL because no one really cares about the CFL. Let's be honest. Now, oh, right? the Grey Cup, buddy. 
Oh, exactly. Hey, live we and die by the board. Grey Cup. <laughs> Drevlin made an appearance you, last year, ripped up the NFL for a bit. Yeah. So are you uh, like are you excited years. that he knew what the Grey Cup was? I'm more shocked than excited. Actually, I'm pretty fired up that he actually knows about us. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm I'm a well-traveled sportsman. Uh, his master's thesis was a very difficult topic. It's the intersection of masculinity and inclusion within Canadian sport. Uh, nothing has been harder on Ellis Bryn Johnson MSC uh, than growing up a Bengals fan. It's a tough life, tough, Bless tough you, life. Son. Plus uh, Ellis Bryn Johnson MSC. Your thoughts? Yeah. I was reading. Just you, you skipped a part. God bless. Uh, he's an expert also, in addition to Roto Baller, he's an expert consensus ranker, uh, rankings contributor for um, fantasy pros fantasy at pros. fantasy pros. Yeah, good stuff there. I do believe in 2021, he was ranked 61st. Now, you can check me on the Twitters, but uh, uh, that's a great number. You. That's a really good yeah. number. Oh, yeah. and those, those six, those six, listen, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, those 60 other people, they were, you know. It was it was rigged. Schlubs is what they are. Guys, thank sure. you for the intro. I am so fired up to be here. I wish my ranking was eight higher the other way, like lower. Oh, yeah. same seas. No, you I was about yeah. to say that, but I didn't. I didn't want Quite to wish a, it would have been on you. so appropriate. It would have been. Uh, nice. We are so sorry that for all this preamble, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, does deserve this. He's been on here before, by the way, and we love him and very, it's been very too much. Long. Continue. It's been yep, too long. Yep. Ellis Bryn Johnson, you will attempt the new, and I must nope, say, eight, improved. eight, eight, eight. Ellis Bryn Johnson. MSC, MSC, yep, excuse me, will attempt a new and I must say improved version of the pronunciation game. It's words Evan can't say. Named for our beloved former roommate, my adopted adult son, and the true star of, Jew- of Netflix Jewish matchmaking, uh, Evan Carmison. Uh, we'll present the Mac Oracle Award for the episode MVP for the middle name of New England quarterback. Mac Jones, uh, Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, and his heavenly dad bod. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Watch us on the Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel. Go to therasball.com to not suck at fantasy sports. uh, No more. I want to say that because Ryan, um, because of that weird thing you do when you sort of slur sentences together without pausing, uh, it goes like this. Uh, named for a beloved roommate and star of new Netflix Jewish matchmaking, Evan, Evan Carmison. And we will present the McCorkle Award. Da, 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 da. It was a very interesting time editing that so it didn't sound like Evan Carmison was going to present the McCorkle Award, although I wouldn't hate it. Ryan, go on. I think he's proposed that at one point. He has Ryan. proposed it. I don't want to say yeah. you're way out in left field, but yeah, go on. All right. Our rules of engagement, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, human decency and puns not tolerated. Name calling is required. Do not wait until people are done talking to opine. No rules. Just right. Broke back snake house. Gentlemen, shall we football? I want a football. Let's do it. Let's let's do some footballing. We're going to die on these hills today. AJ. uh, Oh, I love this. Ryan Nuthash. (laughs) Nuthash Brashler. Yeah. So I forgot your middle name and. In honor of Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, and us really, really hammering his middle name, uh, I figured I would just sort of give you one that I thought matched your energy. I like that. <laughs> I think so. I like Ryan, um, your three players, sir. I think um, I like in that any order than my actual want, middle name. Um, just keep. Uh, I, I've heard you don't care for your middle name. I don't remember what it is, but uh, please keep in mind that in forty minutes, Colt's internet Colt is, gonna die. is gonna die. Colt is dying. Is what I heard. No, okay, I don't think so, he's going to die, but go on, please. My three players are 
for different reasons, different and varying reasons, right? Love that. Uh, Love that. So my first player is going to be Kadarius Tony, uh, wide receiver for the Kansas City football playing Chiefs. Uh, do you want me to go in or and then tell why or just like tell say name? I'd and, say and the why. world is your oyster. Uh, Love that. Uh, so I'm nut hatch. Mm, I'm gonna get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I chose Kadarius Tony not for what he's done statistically uh, in the NFL thus far. He has had some injury plague seasons with the Giants and really kind of came into his own in the latter half of last year with the Chiefs. Uh, his punt return in the Super Bowl arguably changed the direction of that football game. And it just showed a little glimpse of what he's capable of doing with the ball in his hands. And I think as long as he can stay on the football field and playing football instead of, you know, not playing football on, on the, the, the bicycle thing that they do on the sidelines, uh, he is an absolute live wire with the ball in his hands. And I think in that Kansas City offense, they're going to find ways to get him the ball. Uh, and put him in space and let him work a little bit against one-on-ones. Uh, I think Kadarius Tony is poised for having a pretty substantial impact in that offense uh, in, in the 2023 foosball season that the National Football League of America puts on Ellis Bryn Johnson at MSC. Uh, my second player is Devontae Adams. Hold on, uh, before you move her- on to, to Mr. Adams, are you Mr. Really- Adams? Mr. Adams, are you really ready to die on the Kadarius Tony Hill? I'm, I'm kind of, this is a, this is a, this is a deeper cut. Yeah. The fantasy boys here, Colt and Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. I, I, would I like don't give a shit about his fantasy impact. This. I don't care about yeah, his but fantasy what, these, these fellas, because he is an offensive skill player have sure. been, um, have been paying close attention to people sure. like him and he plays for the chiefs. So, you know, there's that. Um, Colt, you seem skeptical. Uh, he he falls into the phylum hamstrings of sadness for me. Uh, he scares I love me. that you used phylum. Yeah. I do. I do, yeah, too. That's that's my chief concern. I, I, I love Tony as a player. I really do. Uh, Is it because of his injury concern, Colt? That's it. That's it. Ellis Brin Johnson, like- MSC. Are you excited that Colt said phylum because you're a master of science? Uh, yes. It made me feel included into the space so i really appreciate that that was just for you i'm glad you picked it up AJ, yeah please for the explore the sp- yeah explore <laughs> the space with us yes, please Cole, go yes, on yes that's my, like, that's my chief concern i just think the way that he moves the way that he wants to move it is so hyperbolic that his body can't handle Whoa. it it's like his his soft tissue can't like it, it his body He's allows too fast it, for his own body, but it doesn't. Yeah. It has like the, the torque in which it takes. I Ryan, to your point, that super bowl, that punt, the kick return touchdown, not touchdown, but the run I'm getting ahead yeah. of myself here. It changed the trajectory of that game and that drive in, in hardly anyone else in the league can move like that, but it comes at a cost. I just, sure. I don't think it's sustainable for somebody's extremities to move like that for very long. <laughs> I did have the disclaimer if he stays healthy. In there. You did. You did. I love the player. I just, I'm concerned. EBJ MSC, your thoughts, please. Yeah, man. I like, I like that you're going, I like that you're going out of your way and picking a guy that does have a lot of injury history. And it's a huge if. The thing is, though, is when we're talking about like the actual NFL, not this fantasy foosball stuff, 
he can have a massive impact. Like he had that impact and he only played 11 snaps in the Super Bowl. So he's clearly one of those players that when he's on the field, he's going to get used. And when he's used, he can be electric. Hopefully Andy Reid, he's an absolute genius, can keep him healthy by only using him in a limited amount and therefore having a big actual NFL impact. My only concern though is, especially if, if we are to talk any fantasy, outside of the injury is that he's only played 19 games. So yeah, there's injury. But in only three of those games has he had more than five catches. So he doesn't get used a lot. He's a very niche player that can have a big, like a big impact in a very small amount. So it's kind of like a Cordero Patterson back in the day, a Devin Hester. Like that's kind of how I see him. And if you want to preach it like that, then I'm all in. But I just don't know how consistent it's going to be. It's just his usage and being paired with Andy Reid. I can see them getting him involved pretty heavily in the run game as well. That, yeah. That's the thing that I think is going to happen with his skill set. Just give him the football and see what happens. And the goal line. They get cute in the goal line in Kansas City. They too love to get cute in the goal line. Yeah. They are adorable when they get to that goal line. Ryan, who's your next guy? My next player is Devontae Adams, uh, a, a wide receiver from Las Vegas, I believe, is where he, he now resides. Love that place. Yes, yes. I love the I love the inflections. This is yep. funny. Uh, so D- Devontae Adams went to to L.A. or Las Ve- Las Vegas, excuse me. LV, and LV. in his in his year age thirty season, he set a career high for targets. Uh, got really close to a career high for yards. Had a career high in yards per catch, and had uh, his second best year as far as touchdown production goes with a substantially less talented, not substantially, but a less talented quarterback in Derek Carr, as opposed to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Now he's stuck with the corpse of Jimmy Garoppolo that can't pass a physical uh, and potentially Purdue Pete himself, Aiden O'Connell to to huck him around the yard. I will still put money on Devontae Adams being a very, I did this for fantasy guys too, a, a very productive fantasy football player. Even if Aaron Aiden O'Connell is the answer at quarterback, because that dude, he's going to throw some bad balls and he can't really move, but he's also going to hit open targets. And Devontae Adams is the best in the league at creating separation in tight spaces. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a monster year, regardless of who his, who his quarterback is. And he may have a better year if his quarterback is Aiden O'Connell, then if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, because Jimmy Garoppolo has a tendency to not take a whole lot of risk. Aiden O'Connell will take some risk. He is a big football slinging chungus that's going to huck it down the field. Uh, and Devontae Adams, I think, is going to be one hell of an option for him uh, to go along. I believe Hunter Renfro is still there. They still need another option out there, but uh, he's going to lean heavy on Devontae Adams. And I think DA is going to have quite the season, even if Aiden O'Connell is the option uh, at, at quarterback that they end up having to go with. Okay. In Coulter. the uh, spirit, in the spirit of time, I'm going to have you do your next one, Ryan. All right. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Is, is, I, I'm, I'm saying, not, I'm saying not hacked because uh, for listeners, it, I wrote it on the slide. So I'm, I'm sorry. I have to backtrack a little bit. Ryan, he's, tell he's us just, about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I am now Nuthatch. I don't know how to uh, retroactively change my name, but next time I will change it to Nuthatch, uh, if I remember. Aaron Rodgers is my final my final selection. Uh, that fella is going to have himself a season as a New York football Jet. Gentlemen, can we say the Jets receiving core is far more dangerous than what Aaron Rodgers had his final year as a Packer? Is that a consensus agreement? Easily. Yep. Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, 
who else is there? I don't. Doesn't matter. Those two are better than whoever. I don't they think had it's different. I mean, I think Garrett Wilson's way better than Watson, but outside yeah. of that, it's it's still Lazard and Cobb, and then it's Corey Davis to Romeo Dobbs, and like I outside of Watt Wilson, it's not really. So Corey Davis was the top ten overall pick. He's not a one, but he's a really really good two. Uh, so was Corey Coleman though? He was yeah. a first round pick. Yeah, he's a first round pick out of Corey Coleman. Yeah, Corey Davis has had some some productive years, uh, but then you you still have the Packers' best receiver from last year with Lazard, and then you have Garrett Wilson, who's better than Lazard and better than anybody the Packers had outside of Lazard. Well, I, I would I would say their best receiver is probably um, Watson. So compare that one. So Lazard would compare to uh, Corey Davis, I would say. Or yeah, no, he's yeah. Both. yeah, sure. But even last year, Christian Watson didn't know how to catch footballs. He struggled yeah, with the one the like prerequisite to being a receiver. He struggled to do that. Uh, he yep. was very fast, though. Uh, Garrett Wilson is very fast and knows how to catch footballs and get open. Uh, I think the change of scenery is going to be a fabulous thing for him as long as he avoids the injury bug. Because last year he played half the year with a broken thumb and mm-hmm. still put up decent numbers and just about led the Packers to the to, to the postseason uh, with subpar weapons all over the field. If the Jets offensive line is what it could be, those skill position players, Brees Hall in the background, a pretty good defense uh, in, in New York. That's that's a scary recipe. And he is one of nine great quarterbacks in the AFC. He, yeah, they, he chose to go to a different league where the yeah. road to get where he wants to go is fraught with so much more danger than it would be in the NFC. So I'm, I'm extremely interested to see how he, how, he, how it works out. Yeah. Uh, he could be one of those guys that plays great and doesn't make, doesn't make the postseason. It won't be all his fault. Yeah. Or he could play awesome. Who knows? Should we make another uh, quarterback bet again this year? Like we did last year. That was, yeah. Who's, who's your guy this year? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, okay. well, I've got a good so last year. I got a good with idea. That, with we'll that make... in mind, um, Ryan, go ahead and 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 give Colt his small introduction here. Uh, M- Michael Coulter Snowdy is, is it is your turn, sir, to give us your three players for whom you would die on a large mound of dirt. Okay. Well, without further ado, then I'll go ahead and tee up. Uh, I'll go ahead and push my chips in the middle here on uh, this bet that we had going last year uh, on the podcast. I challenged Ryan to a friendly wager. I don't think we ever put any money on it. We never paid anything just, off, no. We didn't. We just used the term loosely. Yeah. Uh, I I wagered that Trey Lance would outscore Aaron Rodgers in fantasy points. And I was wrong, but in theory, <laughs> <laughs> the theory, the theory was there. So if you took the two games that Trey Lance played before he broke his ankle and you extrapolated the fantasy points out – you get where I'm going, but I was wrong. Sure. I admit, I admit Rogers did have a down year and that was my, he point. did. He did. Um, so I'm going to double down and I'm going to give you a, a hefty dose of one. Anthony Richardson. Um, mm. going to outscore Aaron Rodgers fantasy points. 2023. Is health be, a factor? Is health a factor? I think for it AR? needs to be. Or on both, both sides, of, on both sides, for both of, ARs, we should yes. build. Yes. Ah, love it. God, I didn't even think about that, you, <laughs> ra- you freaking rascal. Um, AR times two. So, yeah, health is going to be a consideration. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll we'll dig more into that in a little bit. We'll, we'll discuss yeah, we'll, the details. We'll, we'll touch I'll on have that my later people, in the summer. I'll have my people contact your people. We'll, sure. we'll sign the dotted line. Okay. Um, 
Anthony Richardson, I mean, I'm in love with this dude. If you didn't already know, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I, I've been pretty pretty deeply in on him in the pre-draft process going back to January at least. Um, but it took time. It took time for me to to continually like process and digest and look at the holes in his game versus the upside and and the assets in his game. Uh I will say a lot of it had to do with him going fourth overall to Indianapolis, which I know scared the piss out of you, Ryan and AJ. You could view it as, yeah, yeah. And now having written the article um, that went out last Friday on Rasball, shout out, thank you guys for that opportunity. You know, having the opportunity to dig even deeper on Richardson, I really like what I saw. I mean, there's there were some things that, that, unnerved me especially you know failing to even look off a single high safety like that's staring staring down your lone receiver on a go route and not even trying to look off a single high safety like that's it's concerning but here's here's where i fell in love the rushing upside for fantasy shane steichen as a play caller pretty good offensive line number 10 ranked pff offensive line in indianapolis not as elite as they once were uh, skill position weaponry. You got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, Michael Pittman, uh, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce year two, Jelani Woods, Moali Cox. So they got, they can run 12 personnel. Anthony can get a lot of design carries. Steichen, I think, is if he would have went to the Raiders, I would have hated it. Josh McDaniels is not the coach for Anthony Richardson, in my opinion. So the landing spot, coaching, opportunity, patience, uh, Richardson's attitude, as well as that little character piece where he stayed and cleaned. After the draft night, like that's oh, we love we love the character, love the yeah. character, great that character. kind of stuff. Never show up in the stat sheet, but you know, watching some of his OTA drills, they're they're focusing on his footwork, hammering his footwork, and he seems, from all accounts, what I hear and see, he's he's excelling in drills. And Steichen seems pleased, and it's his reaction after he hits the throw. He just just like he looks excited. You know, the the kid looks just alive, like. Really, really happy for the opportunity. And I think, I mean, I heard a, a stat last night in a podcast as I was falling asleep. Generally how I fall asleep. I literally live and breathe this shit, boys. Um, yeah, bloody. He's going quarterback eight, I think, in redraft right now. Quarterback oh, eight or nine, Anthony Richardson. Mm. His, his stock is that high as of, I mean, in the last month or so. So he's, he's, basically, he's basically the tear break. He's that bridge guy post like he's the guy you take before Kirk Cousins and stuff like that those pocket passers the veteran pocket passers and stuff people are really really creeping up on Richardson but I think my rant is over about that I mean I'm I'm all I'm all in could be a beautiful disaster but I I I don't we're think we're going so. down with that ship buddy I will I will go down with him <laughs> <laughs> Who's number 2 Number 2 is going to be one Chig Akonkwo I love this kid coming out of Maryland last year he had 45 targets, only 32 receptions, 449 receiving yards, only three touchdowns. He did not play 50% or more of snaps only twice last year. So he was splitting snaps with Austin Hooper. He gone. Uh, so is everyone else. He's basically competing with Traylon Burks, Racy Mc, McMath, Nick Westbrook, Akine. Who the heck else is there? Oh, Kyle Phillips. Superstar wide receiver rim in Tennessee. I Yeah, yeah. So now – all situations aren't created equal. It's not just, oh, there's a void there. So by default, 
all targets get funneled his way and he does good. That's not how fantasy works. I used to think so many moons ago when I, when I was a wee, a wee tyke. Um, but sometimes it does work that way. Uh, if the athleticism in there and targets are earned, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in that targets are earned plays are designed. Uh, Chick is worthy of those targets. Um, last year, he, his yards after the catch per reception were 7.8 and he averaged 14 yards per reception. His, his measurables, his comp and player profilers, Jim Michael Finley, AJ, you've pointed out before that was the perpetual breakout tight end candidate back in the, uh, uh-huh. the last decade. Uh, he's fast though. Chig is in uh, he runs a four five two forty. 40 uh, speed score is 92nd percentile burst score 69th percentile. I just think the targets are going to be there. I don't think outside of Burks, anyone is going to really challenge for targets. I think the athleticism of Chig, the speed, the power, I think that every opportunity is there. He has rapport with Tannehill. He already flashed in his rookie season. I think he's going to continue to build momentum off of that. And you can get him pretty late. See, this is a nice value pick. All right. And pick number three. This one's going to be a little more obvious, uh, low-hanging fruit. Garrett Wilson. And to your point, Ryan, about the the ferocity of the AFC, uh, it's it's a narrow path to to walk that gauntlet through the AFC and get to the playoffs and or Super Bowl, man, it's absolute juggernaut. But the thing I like to Garrett Wilson, rookie year, 139 targets, 83 catches out of those targets, 1,103 yards, four touchdowns. You put up over a thousand yards and earn 139 targets. Your rookie year playing with Zach Wilson, no, Mike, Mike White and Joe Flacco. You're speaking my language. Like, he is something else. Yeah, that, that's that's real deal shit right there, man. I, I just when I if I do, I, I'm not a big. I need he needs to pass the eye test, which he does with flying colors. Like I'm not the kind of guy where I'm just going to look at a stat sheet and make. A, I'm not going to draw a conclusion and say this guy is good or he is bad. But I just what he did his rookie year with three different quarterbacks. I mean, it's just. Three different, not just you. You say three different quarterbacks, like it's like three different serviceable quarterbacks. I'm trying to be Uh, nice, but go ahead. Yeah, he did it with Zach Wilson, White Mike, and and (laughs) some guy that worked at Target three weeks before. Three trash bag quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. three three very subpar quarterbacks. Now he gets an MVP caliber quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, a seasoned veteran who hyper targets his alpha receiver. Now, Rodgers is a pretty mercurial guy, and trust is a big thing with him. Now, I do think we also have the slight psychological factor that Garrett Wilson also dons number 17 as well. So maybe that kind of like seeps into Rodgers' psyche as Devontae Adams is 17. I like so that. He's going to have flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Where's Where's 17? Where's 17? Yeah, you're getting this down there somewhere in your old age. Yep, yep. I mean, I don't think too much really needs to be said for Garrett Wilson. He he broke out as a rookie, and he just got a massive quarterback upgrade. Uh, I, I look for a big year, too. I, I think he could finish top three. I think he could be that third receiver behind Chase and Jefferson. I, I think he could finish that high. Wow. Yeah. Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, your thoughts on, on that claim? I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in, Cole. I'm with you on that, man. I, I mean, I think Cooper Cup deserves a little bit more respect, but I think top three, top five, Man, he's he's that good. I agree with everything you said about Rodgers. 
And I also wanted to chime in, but man, I'm all in on a rich with you. So if y'all want to get a bet going, get me in. I want it. I <laughs> so I love it, Cole. Chig, I gotta say though, Chig, I, I I don't know. I love his athleticism and everything, but from week 12s on, when he was finally breaking out, he was only tight end seven. And Tannehill doesn't necessarily love to target the tight ends. Like what? I think in 2021, yeah. their top target for the tight end only had 45 targets in 20. Or no, that was 2020. I think 2021 was Johnny Smith with like 65. So I hope the targets are there. I hope you can earn them. And yeah. the 11th round, why not? Why not take a shot? Exactly. Yeah, if I'm not taking one early, I'm taking. I'm, I'm okay taking Chig later. All right. Who's next? It is Adam Yosef Donnelly. <laughs> Elton himself. Yeah, uh, proudly rocking the Elton John hat. Uh, so <clears throat> I've got... Uh, Two defense boys and one offense boy. Uh, let, me pull, let me pull the crowd. You want defense boys or offense boy? I want defense boys. Give me the D. You want defense boys. Give me the D. Uh, <laughs> Ellis Brin Johnson, Johnson, MSC. MSC. Uh, he wants the D, so the D shall be given. So let's start with <laughs> Jalen Phillips, uh, Miami Dolphins edge rusher. So Jalen Phillips had as many QB hits last year as Miles Garrett did. Uh, he had the fifth best pass rush grade among edge rushers on PFF, higher than Max Crosby. And here, here's uh, he's clearly a good player, right? Uh, he was a first round draft pick out of Miami, the university, uh, the one in Florida, not the one in Ohio. Uh, he did go to UCLA first. Uh, he was the number one recruit in high school. The guy was big, big, big time for a long time before he finally went in the NFL draft in the first round. Outside of him being clearly like a good player ready to break out, one of the reasons I think it's going to be a huge season is that Jalen Ramsey is now there. Quarterbacks are going to be forced to hold on to the ball even longer than they're used to whenever they play the Miami Dolphins. And that is going to, I think Jalen Phillips, even before Ramsey got there, was probably primed for a big season. I think this makes it that much bigger. And I'm willing to die on a big mound of earth for that, for that one there. Uh, I like that. Jalen Phillips is going to have a a huge year. Huge. Uh, Do you want me me to sandwich my my sweet offensive boy in the middle? That sounds good. I do, yeah. Yeah. So big big D sandwich. (laughs) It's Travis Etienne, former uh, Clemson running back, now uh, first round draft pick and running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this is an extrapolation of efficiency, and it's not actually that much of an extrapolation. Uh, He was fourth in yards per carry among running backs. Uh, And the other guys ahead of him, two of them were, I think in 2022, was Aaron Jones, um, Tony Pollard, and I think Khalil Herbert, if I remember correctly. So all those guys, part-time players. And... Their, their carries on the season were pretty similar to Travis Etienne, but Travis Etienne didn't start the first like four or five games. So those other guys were part-time players throughout the, throughout the season. Um, they, they played large roles, but they were still part-time players throughout the season. Travis Etienne was not a part-time player after he got the job. From that point on, he was the bell cow lead back. Uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Uh, he had 1,125 yards and 
220 carries, which, like I said, hovers right around those other guys who are ahead of him in yards per carry. Here's the other thing. I would say that the Jacksonville Jaguars, their offensive line was questionable. Sure, you can say that. Perhaps. I agree. Um, They added, while Cam Robinson is suspended, they did add another tackle. They lost Juwan Taylor, but they added Anton Harrison, the first-round tackle from Oklahoma this year. Uh, So hopefully they'll see some improved tackle play, uh, especially whenever Cam Robinson does finally come back. Uh, The other thing is I think he's being underutilized, and this is where the subjectivity comes into it. I think Travis Etienne is being criminally underutilized in the passing game. Uh, I think he could be, I think he could be in the echelon of Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. If he were given that type of volume, Uh, I think he's that good and that versatile of a player to be able to do that. So that's my, my second boy. Uh, I, I can tell you guys are now we're a little short on time. Hold your tongues, gentlemen. My last one is Chase Young. I'm calling this one too talented to fail. 2020, 15 games started, four passes defended, four forced fumbles, three recoveries, seven and a half sacks, 10 TFLs, 12 QB hits, a 14 average value added. Plus, he was uh, defensive rookie of the year. Um, if there's a situation in which he could thrive, it's the one where he's surrounded by three uh, former first round draft picks on the defensive line for the Washington Red Hogs. We're still doing that. I love the Red Hogs, obviously. Yeah, by the way, we're still Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, So, like, he's he's in the perfect spot. Uh, Montez Sweat broke out in a major way. Uh, Jonathan Allen is an absolute stud, and Deron Payne was just re-signed. was a Jonathan Allen. Either way, both former first-round picks, both from Alabama, as it were. Uh, The defensive line is as good as the defensive line gets in the NFL. So if there's a place that's conducive for a player to sort of be able to, you know, slowly come along, it's when there's three other guys on the defensive line that could potentially regularly demand a double team. It's sort of a take your pick. It's uh, you know, pick your poison kind of thing, but Chase Young also like he was the second overall pick in 2020. The only reason he wasn't the first is because Joe Burrow is, was the greatest the greatest college college quarterback and as far as i'm concerned that he had the greatest season of any oh, college player i've ever seen yep and i don't think that'll ever be duplicated joe burrow is so fucking special and you know they needed a, <laughs> a quarterback so badly yep. but uh chase young was on his talent level coming out they were in the same i mean some people maybe have said that chase young was in his own tier coming out in 2020 uh, I, can, I, I think he's that. literally too talented to fail. So those are my three. And because we're short on time, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC, you're next. Love it. All right, let's get at it. So, boys, you all have amazing picks. I'm all in on all of them. Unreal. Love the Trey Lance little shout-out, too. I'm a huge Trey Lance guy, too. So I just want to get that out there. Yeah, buddy. I still Glad believe. I was, oh, I still believe, man. I had a Fantasy <laughs> Pros uh, feature where I talked about him. I'm like, man, I hope he starts this year, please. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, okay, let's get down to this. Let's start with probably my most confident – and I'm going to kind of approach these guys with more of a fantasy view because that's kind of my wheelhouse. So the first one is Lamar Jackson. Man, Lamar Jackson's going to absolutely pop off. Everyone's talking about, you know, uh, Monken coming in and they're going to be great in pass attempts and it's going to be a lot more high-flying. I think it's going to be more high-flying, but he doesn't need it to be. 
when he had his MVP season, he only passed for about like 3,100 yards, but he had 36 touchdowns. It's the efficiency. So they yeah. bump up the volume too. That's awesome. But if he need, if he can be efficient, that's what really matters, I think. When it comes to it, their weapons, it's so much better than when he had his MVP season. When he had his MVP season, he had like Mark Ingram in the backfield. And it was Seth Roberts, Willie Sneed. And then it was like Hollywood and Andrews were the only two. Now he has OBJ. He has a first rounder in Bateman, who I know you guys like. He also has... The first rounder in Zay Flowers as well. That's three first round receivers that he's now throwing to add in Mark Andrews, who is definitely one of the best tight ends in the league. I think if he is, is going to pass more, that's not going to fail. And he's going to run because that's just what he does. Over his last two seasons, and not, so not including his MVP season, so over just the last two, where he's passed for over 200 yards, pretty low bar, he's averaged 24 and a half fantasy points. That's as much as like Mahomes did last year. So that's how good he is, and that's just the last two years. Those weren't even him at his best. So that's pretty sick. Since we're flying through this, I'm going to go right to my next one, and that's Aaron Jones. Man, I just love Aaron Jones. I love him as a guy. He's a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. He's an absolute stud of a player. He's electric. He's the closest thing to Alvin Kamara. Everyone wants to claim it's Gibbs. It's Aaron Jones. His efficiency is through the roof. He's always going to be electric, and this is his team. As much as people want to say it's Jordan Love and Christian Watson's breaking out and Dylan's coming up back, no, this is this offense is going to run through Aaron Jones. Love is going to need a lot of help, I think. I, I believe in him as a game manager, but he's going to need a lot of help to run this offense, and Aaron Jones is the guy to do it. Over his last four seasons, he's been an RB, a top 12 running back for fantasy purposes. He's currently being drafted as the RB15, so you're already getting him at a value. Over the sure. four years, he has 60 or more targets in each of those four, and he's going to get used even more with love. I know in the one sample size of the one game against Kansas, he wasn't targeted, but that's going to change, and we all know that, especially when we talk about the weapons around him. You know, these guys are all young. Like Watson's 24, Dobbs and Reed are 23, uh, Sam Toure and Dylan are 25, and Musgrave and Croft are like 22. So Aaron Jones is the elder statesman of this group, which yeah. I know Ryan can appreciate and value. So... <laughs> Everyone needs one of those guys to help with the offense. And that's what Aaron Jones is. He's, he's averages like five yards of carry every single year. He's more than a touchdown guy too. If you want to say the offense takes a step back while well, they were pretty bad last year, but he only had two rushing touchdowns. He pulled off five receiving. That's only going to go up most likely. And the one issue that I can't really argue with is that Dylan got all the red zone work. He had 10 carries with inside the five, whereas Jones only had two. But I don't think he needs it. That's icing on the cake. If you want to be a top five RB, then he's going to need it. But he's going to be top 12, I think, regardless. Now, oh, that's my little pedestal that I was just sitting on. I hope you guys appreciate it. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and now, I'm sorry, about, I'm sorry about this. This is the pronunciation game. Thanks, our wait, wait, old wait, roommate. Wait, he's one got one more. more. He's got one he's more? Got one. Yeah. That was only yeah. two. Trying to cut me okay, off. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> settle down. These are, these are all right, okay, guests. okay. Christ alive. You boys. Man, I'm sweaty over here. This is good stuff. All right, we're just getting Touch warmed you. up, man. Touch <laughs> all right, <laughs> next one's probably the least sexy of this group, and that's Miles Sanders. And, man, I just think what he did last year. I think year, he's sexy. I, yeah. I mean, I think he's a very good-looking guy. I agree. And his Instagram's named Booby Miles. So, I mean, like, that's always a plus, uh, too. And he can pass. Love that. Yeah, no, he honestly, I think what he did last year is gets overlooked because of, well, A, Jalen Hurts was automatic on the one-yard line and the line itself. Not saying that didn't help him, but the fact is that he still put off 11 rushing touchdowns with Jalen Hurts having 13. That just shows you how good the offense was, but that was also all 11 were not, like, I don't believe any of them were on the one-yard line because they would just sneak it in. 
So that's the first thing about Sanders. He's had a, he rushed over nearly 1300 yards last year. You don't just do that by accident. And he also averaged, I know yards per carry isn't amazing, but 4.9 yards per carry on like 260 attempts. That's pretty impressive regardless of your line. The thing is, is the coaches has come out and said how great he is as a pass blocker and that he has untapped potential as a receiver. Therefore, if he becomes a true three down back, and kind of like I said about Jordan Love, if Bryce Young's going to rely on a safety net, it might be Miles Sanders, which I think could even up it even farther. Last year, Dante Foreman, coming off of an Achilles way back when, has this resurgence, and he averaged 120 rushing yards in his five games with over 20 rushing attempts. That's a lot of rushing yards for a guy that I think is better than people think, but he's not He's not great. I think Sanders is a lot better. If Sanders can get 20 rushing attempts, that just shows you what the ceiling could be. The offense might not be good enough to make him into like the top eight or whatever, but I think he'll come in on that low end RB one top eight to 12 range. Cause he's going to, he's going to ball out and he's going to get the work to do it. He better get the work to do it in that Panthers offense. They yeah. need his help. That's a great pick. I, I, I agree. I don't think he's the sexiest, but I don't think he's getting the love he deserves at all. I think he's, well, I'll he's tell you definitely, this. he's got a big old bushy beard, but it's, I'll be honest with you. I'm sorry, Miles. Well, it works for him, but it is sort of all over the place. Maybe comb that bitch a little bit. Yeah, he does great, need to tame it. Great picks, Ellis. Great picks. I love the Aaron yeah, Jones. Cole, take go, go on, go on with your stuff that actually matters, please. The guy, Aaron Jones, is perpetually just uber efficient, man. The guy just he does it year in and year out. And I think what two two years ago, I think it was the volatility was a little. It was a little more felt. Yeah, a little little more boom bust. Last year felt a little more stable. Um, He'll he'll give you those nuclear games. What was it two years ago? I think he had like a forty-five point outing against Dallas. Yeah, that was the four touchdown. But he was awesome. four touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Jones has that potential. He could finish in the top five. He gets more goal line carries. I mean, he's Dylan looked pretty bad last year as well. Towards the end of the season, he started to look a little better and be a little more productive. But Jones is he's the better player, regardless if he's twenty-eight years old or not. I mean. Without Rodgers, he's I think he's the best player on the team. I, yeah. I, I with back to yeah. having injuries and stuff too, probably on both sides of the ball. I, I totally agree that the offense should run through Aaron Jones. I think Love is the game manager type quarterback, at least at this point in his career, just getting a crack at the starting job. And Aaron Jones is the leader of the offense and the elder statesman. So I, I think it's he's going to get a lot of looks funneled, a lot of touches. Yeah, like, look, you guys leaning on Ryan just for a podcast. Imagine leaning on Aaron Jones. I mean, no, <laughs> buddy. His legs are way stronger than mine. Uh, uh, I love when he wears those uh, Oakleys, too. This, this oh, huge, yeah. This huge, like, rap Oakley. Some too. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a great guy, man. And I appreciate you guys uh, calling out Avery's character because, like, Man, it's one of my favorite things about him is being a junior firefighter and stuff too. And yeah, his story and like in his press conference, you'll just hear a not get to not get fined. Like Uh he just seems like a great guy. The jokes. (laughs) I I love it. I'm just all in. It's unbelievable. Me too. In my process. If I was a fire and I saw a rich coming for me with his, I would put myself out. I, yeah, I would. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would probably put myself out too. I would, I would, yeah. I would, I think I would piss. As it, a, it would as definitely be free Yeah, I, um, I, I really enjoyed the process uh, of just digging really, really deep on him, like writing about him too. It made me just want to root for him even more. Yeah. So, uh, so actually, on this note, Colt, I'm going to throw down a little audible here. Uh, during okay. my rookie draft, 
he fell to the 104. We got a super flex dynasty here. Mm-hmm. I basically traded AJ Brown for him straight up. How are we feeling? AJ for a rich. Yeah. Oh, I love it. How's your receiver room? I got Higgins and chase. So we're chilling. Oh, pff, all day, all day. Now. <clears throat> yeah. I love, how's your quarterbacks? Uh, Herbert and Daniel Jones and Trey Lance because ride or die, baby. Okay. I love that. I'm, I'm cool with taking the swing there <clears throat> for a rich. I, I think that's, I think that's an appropriate price point. I mean, he just turned 21. AJB's, what, 25. Um, you've got Chase and Higgins, the two Bengal receivers. Uh, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I appreciate uh, it. Ryan, Ryan was told there would be no math. Yeah, there's too many numbers. I tuned out. Uh, speaking of numbers, uh, now, do you guys mind if I – Colt, please, Colt please. You're, you're going to lose your uh, – your Yeah, I, I might just black so. out here, guys. But that's okay. Due to my own scheduled spectrum maintenance – or unscheduled love spectrum. <laughs> okay. Now, with that, that in mind, um, these are the pronunciation. This is the pronunciation game. Th- things our old roommate, Evan Carmison just can't say, well, we haven't tried these out on him, but I think it's safe to extrapolate from what we do know. He can't mm. pronounce. This is the Cincinnati uh, Bengals edition. And I swear to the sweet Lord above that. I did not plan this. Ellis Brin Johnson, MSC. No way. There's no way, man. I, I, I did not plan this. I swear to you. Hey, AJ, if you got a crush on me and you're trying to impress me, I'm just going to tell you it worked, okay? <laughs> Dude, if I wanted to uh, impress you, I'd, I'd do one of my fucking sick cartwheels right now. That's what I would do. <laughs> you should but see you're back, bad AJ. boys. You're but my back. ding, my ding dang back. So all I can do is, I guess, pretend that I planned this. This is as of five six twenty three, and this is—I mean, this is probably unfair because I'm sure he can pronounce these. I hope uh, this is a defensive lineman out of USC. What is his name? Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. Man, you know I'm illiterate, so we'll give her a shot, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. J Tufele. Let's check it, judges. J Tufele. I'll give it uh, to him. You know what? Uh, He's a guest you, on uh, this here like program. The higher end of partial credit, so. Uh, the next one is an offensive lineman yeah. out of Kansas. What is his name? Next Easy person, money. It's Hakeem Adenogy. <laughs> Hakeem Adenogy. Wow. Well oh, done. Absolutely, man. Claps for you. Claps for you. My laundry. Uh, so the next is a cornerback out of Colorado. Uh, I do believe he was name. drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, uh, I think. Yeah, best corner we have. Had some big plays, too. Low-key more shut down. A lot better than Eli Apple, let me say that. And it's Chidobi Awuzie. Chidobi It is. Chidobi Awuzie. And the emphasis was on the right slapple, too. Silky smooth. Silky smooth. Um, Ellis Bryn Johnson, MSC. See if uh, your, your, your masters of science can help you with this doozy. Pronounce this name. This is the uh, Texans kicker, we think. Uh, no one's checked in Houston for a while. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope I can pronounce this right. Cause this guy helped me lead a win a championship back in the day. Right. We got yeah. John Christian cameo. If fake, make a Koopa pie. Fair. Yep. That, that's that it. Congratulations. We're in the record for it. It's Johnson MSC. Last week's winner was the right. on love you both. Okay. Gentlemen, a real one, a real one for a real one. Gentlemen, let's give an SWF round of applause for Ellis Brin Johnson, MSC. Ellis Brin Johnson, MSC, please. Thank you so, so much. Now, please plug your, your, your shit, your stuff uh, for all the people, because um, 
they 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 need to know your personality is so dazzling and it comes through in your writing and you're a you're a treasure uh, a scholar and a, a gentle man an actual scholar now yeah an actual AJ, scholar a master of sciences aj you're making me blush man i appreciate all the kind words you guys had to say and also i love being here i love all of you guys Keep ripping it up and congrats with the team up with Roswell. That's very impressive. When you're looking for me, I find me at Rotoballer mostly. I do the Thursday night previews during the season. Right now, I'm currently working on doing over like 100 player breakdowns with a quick, fast-hitting uh, outlook for this season. I'm going to also put them on. Hey, guys, if you didn't know this, I'm a TikTok guy, all right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So talk, talk those ticks, my man. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, catch me on TikTok at firesidefantasy <clears throat> underscore FF. Basically, what I do is I sit by a fire and I talk fantasy football. So that's my thing. That's where I'm going to be throwing down all these fantasy outlooks. That's where to find me. And, of course, on the Fantasy Pros ECR. Thanks again, guys. Oh, yes. With your More claps. wooden shirt next to the fire. More claps. Uh, practice safe fire. Uh, Ryan, thanks for listening to the Shawi Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our responsibly sourced program on any podcast platform and fantasy football by Razball, where our, our humble podcast can now also be found uh, on any platform. Also, subscribe to the Razball Fantasy YouTube channel for the video versions of this delightful program. They are back. We're working on it. They will maybe get better. Follow them on Twitter <laughs> at Razball as well. Uh, Colt's also writing fantasy articles, so check those out. They may or may not be about what we talk about during the podcast week. It's whatever strikes that handsome man's fancy uh, whenever he decides to write. Uh, so check out his articles as well with links to our program. Football.razball.com. That is football.razball.com. Follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast at SWF underscore podcast. I don't have a Texas joke, but as usual, Texas is back.